It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction. Renthal.com, man, when it comes to handlebars, chains, sprockets, grips, uh, factory Honda, Kawasaki, Red Bull KTM, they're using Renthal, man. They've used them for a long time, so thank you to the folks at Renthal. Chances are if you race or have a dirt bike and you're listening to this, you have used Renthal product along the way. And Jason Wygant, there is no better way to talk about Renthal's influence in the industry than, you ready? Oh, oh, oh. Have you ever seen, heard of a grip that was gray before Renthal? Oh, well, there's certainly a lot now. Right? Mm-hmm. They came out with a gray grip, and it worked so well. Other companies are like, yeah, grips are gray. That's, that's trend setting. Yes. I mean, I do remember when, like, hot pink grips were out, but that didn't quite Mm-mm. do it. No, gray, no. Gray did. No, yes. no. The dull gray color came yep. out, and you're like, oh, it's a Renthal grip, and then it just became so popular. Other companies make gray grips now also. Mm. So do they have to keep a different uh, patina on there or something to uh, not – is it like a proprietary gray? I don't know. Gr- great point. I don't, even, about that. I don't even know that word you're using. Um, Renthal.com. Renthal.com. Thank you to those guys, 7 8 Bar, Fat Bar, Fat Bar 36. The old 7 8 Bar still around as well. Uh, Weege, if you need bars for your blue crew, you know the guys at Renthal will dial you in. I know um, you probably will never change those, but if you do, they, they Renthal will help you out. Yeah, I mean, bikes come with uh, bikes come with aluminum handlebars now. I'm yep. sure they're not nearly as good as a Renthal, so maybe that's a lesson learned right there. Just because your bike comes aluminum bars doesn't mean they're the same. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get to this. Thank you to the folks at Renthal Reaction. The news dropped this morning. World Supercross. We've done a couple of these for uh, the the rounds uh, or for the for this podcast. Seen the teams introduced: Moto Concepts, Craig Dack, MDK. You know, uh, Rick Ware. Some teams being introduced. Nothing that I felt has been that earth-shattering or that uh, warranting one of these podcasts until this morning. Ken Roxon has committed to the three-round World Supercross Series in the fall. Lots of questions here. We talked about it earlier on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. But uh, we, yeah, this is certainly, you know, look, we, we talked about Brayton doing this and Marv and Kenny. You know, it's not a, it's not a, um, a mind-blowing announcement because Kenny fits in perfectly with this. But he doesn't even have a team, and he's announced he's racing. So good job to those guys. This is a coup for them. Yeah, this truly is. And the breaking news on the Racer X site, I didn't just post the press release verbatim. I did, but then I put an intro to it, and my first sentence is, now this is big news. This is big news. And, yes, we could theorize that guys who have been around a while, uh, Marvin Muskan, Dean Wilson, uh, we we keep thinking Chad Reed's probably going to do this series because the concept is something he's wanted forever. Uh, we could theorize that guys are going to do it, but until somebody actually says they're going to do it, uh, it still comes up as a bit of a shock. And I don't think Roxon, okay, could we theorize that Roxon is going to do it? Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't expect this. I did not see this coming in my inbox this morning. So a few things. I, I got to unpack a few things here. First of all, the fact he doesn't have a team, you know, the PR yeah. says he's negotiating with the team, does kind of hint that the series is paying Kenny to show up. Like a Bercy or you know a Gen- Geneva or whatever, mm. right? Mm. It does kind I of. Not, I had not thought of that. Me neither until Anton brought it up. Our buddy Anton. I assumed the riders will get paid by the teams, and they will get bonuses, and they will work that out. And of course, there's a purse. The um, uh, the purse money is double of a Supercross, and it goes to the team, and the team can 
negotiate with the rider on how much of the purse they want. That's all been the model to me in my mind of getting a racer to ride this series. But coming out with this announcement saying Kenny is still talking to a team tells me that they're bucking up for Kenny to do a three-race series. Uh, I had not thought of it that way. Uh, you might be right. There's nothing to stop a team, though, from uh, – yes. The teams are getting funding to help offset the costs. Uh, I think we all know that it's not – like the teams are just instantly show up and you're profitable for the year. It's still going to be expensive to race, as it is in any racing series. So I'm not taking shots there. Uh, but, you know, the team is certainly welcome if they want to spend more money to get a good rider. Like that model hasn't changed. It's like any other sport. You could pay more money to get a better mm-hmm. athlete. Yeah. So I just thought – one of these teams is like, oh, man, that's awesome. We can get Ken Roxon. I had not thought of the idea that the series is kind of sub subsidizing uh, Ken Roxon's appearance. But it's a good point that you bring up because the traditional model for these international races, fair or unfair, it's what the riders have come to expect, right? They do not expect show-up money for Anaheim. They do expect show-up money for international races. It's just the way it's been for 35 years or so now. So maybe that's where we are. Yeah, I, yeah maybe, right? But to me, you're paying Kenny. Now you got to, you know, what does Chad get and what does this guy get and what does that guy get? And now you're paying this big purse money and now you're paying the teams. And, oh, my God, that's a lot of money. Now there is huge money back in these guys at, at uh, the World Supercross. So, you know, we know that that's not going to be the problem. Pay it. But I just look at the business model and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that's well, where that, we're at. That, well, that's a big assumption on your part to assume that they are doing it because, yes, that is why. And I think this all the way goes back to the, to the Jeremy McGrath days of, like U.S. Open, he raced the first year of it, and I think he started asking for start money. And it was like, dude, if you start paying guys start money, like that's going to be the expected standard forever. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I had not thought of that that they would be paying him. I know that's an assumption you're making. I just thought one of these teams is well, like, yeah, well, they, we could have Ken Roxon. This would be rad, and it's only going to be what three races this year, four but, races. But but if it was a team, they would drop the announcement. We got Kenny Roxon. He's racing for us. Yeah, but either way, like, they're not dropping the press release unless they know they've got a way to make this happen. I mean, I'm sure they already know what team it's going to be, right? I, I, I'm sure they're not I don't like, know. Kenny, we'll give you X amount of dollars, and uh, trust us, we'll figure out a team later. Well, Let's put out the press release. Like, you can't do that to Ken Roxon. No, he's getting a lot of money to race, three races. It's coming from World Supercross. I would bet a lot of money on that. Um, okay. And but I, they have to know what team is going to be on. I mean, what if they're like, ah, the only team that actually well, is uh, going to house you is Hep Suzuki, and he's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to ride a Suzuki. No, 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 like no. So this is where... The MDK guys have been announced as a team, and I and I spoke to somebody that, that that knows a little bit about that. They're open to ride whatever. You can bring your bike, your sponsors to MDK, and ride for them. Right. So it can be Chad on a KTM and Kenny on a Honda. Right. So I was thinking to myself when I heard you tell me that this morning. I'm like, yeah, but as we know, even. We, we think these dudes get paid to do whatever they want. And like Kenny can just call Red Bull and say like, hey, give me 250 grand to go race these races. Hey, Honda, give me 250 grand to go race these races. Hey, Fox. Hey, whoever. It doesn't work that way. They, they, they don't. You know, they, they, they pay you what they pay you. Uh, so I was like, yeah, OK, if MDK is open to like, hey, bring your sponsors on board. I'm like, what sponsors are Kenny going to get? I know that sounds ridiculous, but that is how it works. Ken Roxon cannot call Red Bull and just say, give me a couple hundred grand. Uh, in a few months. It just doesn't work that way. So I was wondering, well, who, what would he bring to the table? So what you're saying he's bringing to the table is the series money. Yeah. He's going to pay it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Um, um, yep. Now, I talked to somebody close to Honda. They have not committed to Kenny for next year or for this series. 
So theoretically, Kenny could be on anything for this series. Now, I was asked about, I asked them about, do you think there's talks? And I've heard that talk. I got back the text that talks are ongoing with Kenny and Honda for next year. Yeah, so, you're just saying it's too early. You're not saying they've broken No, up. no, 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 yeah, yeah. They just haven't done anything yet. Yeah, this series yeah. is going to take place in October, November. Contracts are expired by then. So my question was, well, have you, have you at least said you're going to commit to them for the World Supercrosses? And I was told no. So that's interesting. Well, we knew that going in. They were never interested in this series now. There's a chance that that, of course, changes yeah. as the years go by. Yeah. But the, the factories just from day one haven't been interested in this and – I got to give this series credit. I believe I've said it before. So they've taken a completely different model. They are trying to build a model that is not factory dependent. I mean, that is a huge risk, but it's the only option they had. So we'll see how it turns out. But yeah, I don't think any of us in the industry expected that this would be a factory Honda. No, but but I, having said that, I would expect him to be on Honda for this World Supercrosses with a team, whatever team he goes to, whatever that yes, is. Yes, because I think now it appears that the most likely option is that he'll be back on Honda next year. They just yeah. haven't done it yet. But right. I, I think we think that's where he's going to land, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we do believe that. Talks are ongoing, as yeah. I was said. So, But good job to these well, guys. It's not going to yeah. happen. He's not going to go and ride a Yamaha for three races no. or something. No, no, no. And no. then go back to Honda for Anaheim. That's no, whatever he, he rides in 2023, he will ride yes. at these World Supercosses. Yes, whatever that is. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah. but it is interesting that the MDK model is like, hey, man, we'll do our deal with you, whatever we got to do travel or, or, or purse or whatever, but you can bring everything, your parts and your bike and ride for MDK, put an MDK logo on the jersey and call it a day. So that's where they're going. They got approved as a team and, you know, they're trying to uh, work it. What is in, what is MDK getting out of it then? I don't know because, <laughs> well, first of all. just the purse money and the, the overall travel, budget? The stipend, yeah. Teams? They get a travel stipend, right? When I spoke but, to some, but I feel like we've done the math, and that is not necessarily yes. a money maker. No, no. When I yeah. spoke to some teams that are doing this, they're like, "No, we're, we're losing money. We're hopefully in years to come, we will make money back, and it'll work out okay. And we, we, you okay. know, we believe in this model. But year one, yeah, we're not going to make some money. And, and and you know, it's shocking. The teams in the American Supercross and Motocross series aren't making money either, right? So this isn't no. a slam on the World Supercross series. <laughs> no, nobody makes money yeah, racing yeah. for the most part. There's no profit uh, which is here. Why, um, no, and that's why factory teams rule because they, they don't expect to make money. That's the model. I just feel weird. The team – like I think the idea is if you take the travel stipend and the purse money and sponsorship, a team could make money. But if they're telling the rider, you bring the bike, you bring the sponsors, the team is then foregoing – a lot of the sponsorship money that would come with an athlete. I mean, that's always been the hope, right? If you're RCH and you get Ken Roxon, you get Jimmy Johns and you get Soaring Eagle Casino and you can pay him and still make money. That's, that's the hope. If you're telling the rider, just bring your own sponsors. Wow. That's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is. And can we also touch on MDK? The last time they were in a sport, they left a lot of people hanging. So let's hope that doesn't happen again, but, uh, you know, Hey, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I did reach out, uh, hoping to eventually do an interview with uh, Mark Kwame, who owns that team, because I just thought it was wild that the team was back after, geez, 10 years or so. Yeah, 11 um, years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even wanted to know, like, what went wrong back then. But what I didn't know is that as soon as the team was announced, I don't know how I missed all this, but then you and several others are like, no, this guy didn't get paid, this guy didn't get paid. Yeah, yeah. I'm it like, was... oh, this is going to be a gnarly interview now. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't good. And... Look, teams fold all the time. You know, it happens all the time. People get shafted all the time. But 
The MDK one was a lot of people left hanging, but let's, that's another podcast for another time. Um, but getting Kenny, I thought it was interesting, Weege, in his announcement, and, and I don't think this is a mistake or just an offhanded comment or anything. Kenny says, you know, this is going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, you know, blah, blah, blah. It'll prepare me for my 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I think there's been a lot of assumptions that Kenny will not race motocross again. Yes. I think that's nothing more than an assumption. Uh, we haven't been told that. But uh, he said the word motocross in this. But take any quote from a press release uh, with a grain of salt. You never know oh, where those okay. so this, so you're not Okay, so you're not necessarily thinking this means much. This is just a offhanded comment. Dude, it's press release quotes. I mean, half I the know. time when you read press release quotes, you're like, that guy would never – construct a sentence yeah but uh, in that way but so why would you i don't know i know what you're saying you're absolutely right i mean i used to write press releases so did you so we know how the game works but this seems like it wouldn't fly if it got vetted by somebody in kenny's camp you know i don't know maybe yeah yeah but the other way to look at it is if you just put 2023 supercross and motocross in there and they did here's actual quote the WSX is a unique opportunity to compete on a truly global scale, and I'm thrilled to be part of it. I haven't raced overseas in a very long time, so I'm looking forward to bring Supercross to diehard fans at these international events in 2022, all while competing for an FIM-sanctioned world title. Like, we know that those words are not necessarily coming from Kenny's mouth, but they are the correct words used in a press release. And then he follows with, I'm thrilled. What will no doubt be an unbelievable experience, a fantastic springboard for a full assault, my 2023 Supercross and Motocross Championship goals. Don't you think you just put that in there because it's like, hey, I'm just talking about World Supercross right now. I'm not trying to break news on a Supercross-only contract or anything. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that this is not interfering. I'm doing this, just, and I'm still doing that. You could, just, ju you could just end it at, I'm looking forward to this springboarding me for 2023. End. Period. End quote. Yeah, I think. But even then, I think at least 2023 what? What? <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, yeah, yeah. 2023 what? So this right. just keeps the heat off. Um, I mean, look, dude, plenty of guys, they, they don't, how many times has a guy ended up not racing outdoors and it's not really out there until yeah. a month for the season? Yeah, no, we just weeks. saw it with uh, Cooper Webb. Yeah, 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 we got plenty of time. I mean, but, we all knew Villapoto wasn't going to race when he was hurt in 2014 and he was denying it every single week until two days after the final Supercross. So, okay. All right. So I'm, I don't take a quote in uh, June of 2022, meaning for sure this is okay. June so of 2023. I'm, I'm stretching it too much. Got it. I understand. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, in your opinion, and I see it. I see what you mean. I I think it's more significant. You don't. Let's see down the road what it means. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, I think what everybody's assuming here is, you know, I don't think if Jet Lawrence wins the 250 national title again, I think the door is certainly open for him to start on a 450 outdoors next year. Mm -hmm. That's a recipe that Honda just used with Chase Sexton. Uh, so then there's a natural second slot for him if Ken Ray doesn't race outdoors. Mm -hmm. But I also don't assume, dude, I, we're just basically going on speculation here. Okay. I mean, right. well, that's Kenny's a little different with his supercross to motocross. Physically, it's tough on him. Um, yeah. But he's good outdoors. You know, the other guys who do that are generally – that their level outdoors isn't quite as good as it is right. indoors. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, Cooper Webb has won one national. Yeah. 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 No, for right, sure. 450 class. Uh, yep. Renthal.com, Renthal Reaction, Kenny Roxon going to World Supercross. But, yeah, congrats yeah. to these guys. It, it is a coup. It is a um, a real big coup for these guys. And um, three Kenny doesn't do these races, right? Uh, Geneva, Paris, he doesn't do these races. 
So, uh, like he said, he doesn't hasn't traveled overseas much. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess the big part for me is it's only three rounds. Look, they're planning on 2023 ramping up and, you know, going against the Nationals and having 12 rounds or 10 rounds or whatever. I, 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 I believe they will, but I need to see that. But for three rounds in the fall, hey, we're going to get a little mini-series with Ken Roxon and, and Justin Brayton. Let's not forget the real star. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are assuming that, uh, you know, Ken could win this title. But, uh, I mean, I, I, you have to put Justin Brayton as the favorite in my mind, right? Is that Am I out of line? Uh, no, no, you're absolutely in line. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, I think absolutely. he's got Kenny handled. In fact, I think I'll ask Kenny about that and Justin, and I think they'll agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, that's a great point you bring up, though. You know, we're all waiting to see how this series shakes out, especially when it starts overlapping with outdoors. And again, full disclosure, I work for AcerX, which is a sister company of MX Sports Pro Racing, which produces the outdoor series. I did the TV for it. I'm just going to put that out there. I think we're all waiting to see how this flushes out when the two series are running at the same time. For this year, what they're calling a pilot season, three races, four races. I mean, plenty of these guys have done two to four international off-season races anyway. So the model's pretty simple uh, for Kennedy to do this. Uh, when they're up to, say, 10 races or whatever they plan in the future, that's really where it's going to get complicated. Mm-hmm. This is really... You first hear the news, you're like, wow, this is nuts. And then you're like, wait, three off-season races? Yeah. Not that nuts. <laughs> no, no. Not that nuts. No. Uh, and by the way, can we mention that Paris Supercross is not part of this series? That no, is, uh, there was a lot of talks. Official. A lot of talks. Yep. Uh, they Paris wanted to join in. They wanted to join in. But from what I gather from my sources, Paris wanted to be paid to be part of the series. And then the World Supercross guys wanted Paris to pay to be part of the series <laughs> and they both really couldn't get off that that yeah. viewpoint so that <laughs> makes sense right yeah that does that does it um, does yeah so they've already announced they're gonna have webb tomac and the lawrence brothers that's, that's the paris that's great yeah that's a great lineup yeah it's gonna be awesome not part of the series yeah, yeah and i think paris's uh perspective is hey we're the big dog we've been established for 30 some years um you just don't automatically get our clout our legitimacy unless you want to pay right then we'll be glad yeah yeah. Um, but who but, knows? Maybe somewhere down the road. Look again, but going back to this, and we'll, we'll, I got one more question, and we'll wrap this Renthal reaction up. Roxon's getting paid. Looks like Roxon's getting paid by the group, and I get it, and that's, that's what I think, and I don't know, but that's my assumption. So if you're Justin Brayton, I mean, are you getting paid? Is, is, shouldn't he? I mean, he's right below Kenny. He's not as good as Ken Roxon, sorry, Weege, but I mean, he's certainly in line to get money to start a series anywhere in the world. So. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's where, if, that's if where you I'm are at. correct. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you're okay. You're incorrect about one thing. I mean, he's he's out, completely Roxon's equal, if not superior. Yes. Okay. So you're so, wrong about that. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's how we started this. If this series is paying him, they've opened up a bit of a Pandora's box because the traditional reason that riders do these races is to get paid. Now there is a model, obviously the team, the purse money, all that for them to make some money. Um, but if they're foregoing the standard, like. We will give you a check for X if you show up. If they're giving that up, and then they find out somebody else is getting it, and none of the other ones are, uh, that gets complicated. But at the mm-hmm. same time, for the series, how do you resist this? Like, this is such a headliner. No, no it's great. Yep. You, you got to write that check. I would. I would. I'd be like, Kenny, you know, how do we do this? For sure. He brings y- 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 massive yes. star power to the series. Massive. Yes. And uh, I think we all know, like right now, uh, there is plenty of room. There are enough riders. And, and as I said before, the sport is different than it was uh, 20 years ago when they had this World Supercross Championship separate from the AMA Championship. 
the riders have so many more platforms to become popular. I believe there are more famous and popular riders than there were back then. It was much more results based back then. Like people love Dean Wilson, people love Marvin Muscan. There's room for them to race this while other guys race outdoors and traditional AMA Supercross. Mm -hmm. That is for sure. There is room. But we know, you and I both know, that somewhere down the road, this series doesn't want to just be the older into retirement guys series. Nope. I don't believe they do. I'm pretty sure they don't. They will have a roadmap with that. But, you know, five, ten years from now, I'm sure that's not what they want to settle for. Yeah. Yeah, um, interesting. Uh, one last thing before we go on the Renthal reaction here. Getting some tweets and uh, and DMs and things. You know, we know Tomac's going uh, Supercross only next year. He has an option for outdoors, but we don't think he'll take it. And, can't, and Eli's kind of been admitting that this is the last time he's at Lakewood and the last time he's here or whatever. Yeah. And Roxon, we think, has a Supercross only deal coming. We, we assume. We don't know. Cooper Webb's already come and done Supercross only. So the people who are, have recency bias are tweeting me and telling me this is the end of the Nationals and this is the end of this Supercross-only deals, blah, blah, blah. And again, we work for Racer X, whose sister company is MX Sports, so you can call us bias or call us whatever. I prefer to call us old enough that we've been around and old enough yeah. where Jeremy McGrath went out with Supercross-only, Kevin Windham went Supercross-only, Mike LaRocco went Supercross-only, David Villeman went Supercross-only, and everything was fine. What comes around uh, once, we'll see it again. We're in a little bit of a spate here of Supercross-only deals. Doesn't mean anything, folks. We've seen it before. Calm down. Well, more importantly, really, the, the other guys were older and I think needed to do half seasons to extend their careers. But McGrath, Chad Reed, and James Stewart were... I didn't even you know, mention Reed and Stewart. Stars. I didn't even mention Reed and yeah. Stewart. My bad. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Those are significant guys uh, to leave out. I mean, James Stewart won the title and did not come back to defend it the next year. So as far as, like, this is the new trend, uh, nah, it's been around. It's been there, done that. And I might have thought that back then, that it's like, oh, man, outdoors is just not important anymore. But eventually everybody came back. And then it was at the point where, uh, you know, some teams that were doing only Supercross, it was like, you can't get a top guy only doing one series it just came all the way back around where you just had to race both. And, uh, you know, then the, the Dunge-Villapoto group, you know, it was expected that you would win both series, both championships in the same year at times. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We've been in crazier the outdoors is dying. God, the outdoors is dying. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've been hearing the outdoors is dying for at least 30 years. For yeah. at least 30 years yeah. I've been hearing that. Yeah. I think when Jeff Stanton retired in 94, he was saying, I keep hearing this. Uh, yeah. And he said – the people that buy bikes and parts and gear and all that, these are their tracks. These are their races. It's important to the manufacturers and sponsors. So, Almost yeah, every, no, single, na- almost anyway. every yep. single national is capped for the rider entries. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, that is true. Yes. Just, the, yes. The entries are there. People are willing to go. And, yeah, give me a break on the nationals are dying. Give me a break on Supercross-only contracts, meaning that. it just it, We've seen it before, and the biggest names did it, and we're all fine. And so, yeah, you know, yeah, calm down on that. But, um, all right, Renthal reaction. Ken Roxon going to World Supercross. That's going to be exciting. Again, uh, more races, more riders getting paid. I'm all uh, I'm down with that, Weege, and I'm, I'll be watching this World Supercross series. That's for sure. Yeah, like I said, there's a platform for a lot more riders to be famous and sell tickets and have races worth, hey, I want to check this out, uh, than I think there ever was. I think there's more riders with a name than there ever was because of media and because of YouTube and because of television and all that. So, yeah, there is room. And uh, 
hey, if Roxanne's in, I'm sure we'll be paying attention. It's pretty cool. All right. Thanks, man.